Welcome to the PSDcast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. And we've covered EVs on this show a fair bit lately, and that's not exactly a coincidence since our December issue deals with transportation and January focuses on EVs, hybrids, and the electric infrastructure. In fact, our last PSDcast dealt with reducing emissions and range anxiety through electrification. And today we're discussing the benefits of silicon carbide and EV onboard charging. And today's guest is frequent contributor and PSD cast guest, Dr. Gerald Duboy from Infineon. So, Dr. Duboy, welcome back. And when we spoke last, I believe we were covering your, your four-part uh, article series on silicon and wide bank absolutions. And why don't you kick off today by explaining why higher power density of EV onboard chargers is so important? Yeah, thanks, Jason, for the introduction, and thanks for giving me the chance to, to put a few statements onto the podcast. So with respect to power density on onboard charger, specifically in the segment of plug-in hybrids, where you have a combustion engine and an electric engine and an onboard charger, space is always very precious. So that is what is driving power density requirements. Today, solutions are around one to two kilowatts per liter. We expect that the next generation of onboard chargers is moving into three to four kilowatts per liter. And in the future, five to eight years down the road, we may see six to eight kilowatts per liter. Okay. Well, you know, at the risk of being redundant, in a general sense, what makes silicon carbide such a, a great fit for EV onboard chargers and, and EVs themselves? So basically, in order to double the power density, you need to go up in switching frequency. Today's solutions are either phase modular, so you have three times a single phase solution, three times a DC-DC converter, all combined to the output battery, or you have a true three-phase topology like a B6. Today, in most of the cases, IGBTs are used. IGBTs have a great current capability, and they have very good power handling capability, but of course, in terms of switching frequencies, they are limited. Now, if you need to go up in power density, basically doubling the power density, you need to walk from, let's say, 30 to 40 kilohertz in the PSC into 100 kilohertz. And in the DC-DC stage where silicon power MOSFETs are used today, you need to go from around 100 kilohertz into 200 kilohertz. And that is what silicon carbide is enabling. So you can double the switching frequency without losing efficiency. So you get the power density, you get the reduction in overall size, you get the reduction in inductive components, you get the reduction in the entire converter housing, which is paying off versus the higher cost of the semiconductors. Of course. Now, I, I know Infineon has played a lot in this space, and we, we, we've run a lot of your articles on this very topic. So what have been some of the biggest challenges with in, integrating silicon carbide in uh, EVs? Our customers expect high quality. This is an automotive application. Therefore, we as a semiconductor company need to prove to our customers that silicon carbide is mature, that it is reliable, that it it is meeting the mission profile which is required. So <clears throat> lots of charging and discharging cycles, um, running at higher temperature, and so on. 
So it's mainly the, the entry barrier is to show that the quality and the ruggedness of the device is where it needs to be. And here Infineon has embarked directly on a trench MOSFET. A trench MOSFET allows to have better gate oxide quality. You can protect the gate oxide in the blocking space. So you only need to take care for the stress of the gate oxide in the on state. But in the off state, you can nicely protect it by structure. And that gives us, in our eyes, a leading advantage with respect to quality insulin carbide. And that is what we leverage into the market. We are already a big player in the onboard charger market with silicon solutions today. And now we're doing the next step in bringing silicon carbide into the market. Okay. Now, be- before I let you go, uh, you know, from your perspective, what are some of the EV or EV charging performance improvements that can be attributed directly to silicon carbide? So, as mentioned, one of the topics is that you're getting the higher power density at basically no other pain point. Another interesting aspect is, especially if, if you look, for example, into charging from, from wall boxes, if you look into um, <clears throat> charging with the onboard charger, um, silicon carbide allows easily to make the converter structure bidirectional. So having silicon carbide on board you obviously would go into a totem pole PSC, which is by nature bidirectional. So topics like vehicle-to-grid applications, vehicle-to-load applications, or powering electric tools directly from the high-voltage battery, these things become fairly easy once you do the step working from silicon solutions into silicon-covered solutions. And that is one of the additional benefits besides the pure performance topics, what we are seeing with the adoption of silicon carbide in the onboard charger market. Excellent. Well, thanks, Dr. Deboy. On behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, stay safe and healthy and have a great day.